go broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia on Rock Radio UK, the Blues Channel. You are now live from the Midnight Circus. This is Lahamadou, and I've got a great show for you today. Today, our featured artist is the Tokyo Tramps. They got a brand new release out. We'll be listening to tracks from that. And of course, we'll be talking with the band at the top of the hour. You're not going to want to miss that interview. Now, this is the voice of Indie Blues. This is the show that brings you nothing but currently touring artists who are out there creating new original music rooted in the blues. We embrace the diversity of music that always has and still is being created from those roots. Now, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. We got some great articles, CD reviews, artist interviews, and you can nominate your favorite band for the Independent Blues Awards. Now, All you have to do is kick back and relax, because I've got some great new music I know you're going to love. And of course, I aim to misbehave.
down to Mississippi where the fireflies are so pretty. Stand me up under that delta sky where the blues gets you high.
my friends left long ago You see there's something they don't know It's that old familiar pain moment you realize, how could there possibly be this many blues?
make a change Just get to the polls and sign your name Don't do no good, don't make no sense Wasting your time riding the fence You got the go cat, go cat, get out and vote You got the go cat, go cat, get out and vote You got to go cat, go cat, get out and vote your vote can bring you got the go cat go cat get out and vote you got the go cat go cat get out and vote you got the go cat go cat get out and vote you got the go cat go cat get out and vote you got the go cat go cat get out and vote you got the go cat go cat get out and vote feeling about this.
independent artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry and give you the tools you need to move your career to the next level. We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the Indie Revolution. And now, here is an indie blues double shot from our featured artist today, the Tokyo Tramps. And stay tuned for that interview. It comes up right after these songs.
the high school Living under pressure Too much information She can't find a treasure From early in the morning To the late at night She's doing what she's doing And she never feels so right Where are we going? Where are we going? Tramps from their brand new release, and we got Statico, Statico, and no, Yukiko. Okay, well, we got the Tokyo Tramps on the line right now. How are you guys doing? Very good. 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 Now you've been on. You guys have been on the show before, and. We always start off by giving our fans the opportunity to get to know you and get to know who you are as artists and as as uh, people. So give us the story of the Tokyo Tramps. All right. Uh, the Tramps was formed in, in 99. 
1999. 1999. 1999. Uh, when we were still in school in Boston here, Yukiko and I, I uh, met. That's when we met and we started uh, the band together. So it's been 20 some years, actually, <laughs> and uh, we we have released nine records. Uh, our latest one, Sheila's Heart, is our ninth. Um, so that's basically, you know, and then we've been playing all over in England, um, mm-hmm. uh, some parts of uh, the United States. Uh, we go to Japan every year to play. Um, yeah, so we've been active all these years, uh, trying to make good music. Um, that's all we do. Yep. Okay. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about this new release. When you were putting this together, what was the inspiration that, that drove this into existence? Uh, we started working on this record in uh, 20... Uh, during the pandemic, actually. So that was 20... Twenty is um, so. So this is our ninth album, and then we released the seventh in twenty eighteen, and then uh, the pandemic starts, and uh, uh, we released uh, the eighth album, which was kind of outtakes from the, the seventh album in twenty twenty, and um, uh, yeah, you know we we stay at home and then um, you know start to think about the, the new album and then um, yeah we took two years to prepare like uh, the songwriting yeah. arranging kind of things right 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 so yeah and then t- uh, 20 21. 21, we, we went into the studio. No, the studio was 2022, January, so last year. Oh. And then, yeah, so 2021, summer of 2021, Satoru went to a kind of music camp to see, to, you know, and meet the uh, producer. Jim Weider. Jim Weider. Right. Yeah. Then, and then the whole thing started from there. Right. Yep. Okay. Now let's talk about um, uh, you. You guys as songwriters, when you sit down to begin that process, what is that mechanism that you use to kind of tap into your muse? Well, I'm I'm the songwriter. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's all me starting. Uh, I write you know, whatever the music I'm listening at the moment always inspires me. But uh, I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a roots blues uh, rock musicians basically. So uh, you know, I I always draw inspiration from all records, all blues records and stuff. Um, so uh, pretty much that's how it starts usually. You know, uh, whatever I'm into at the moment, um, and I think around that time, I think I was listening to a lot of Rolling Stones early records, uh, specifically Goat Head Soup. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was that was a major influence for this record, uh, and also I always loved uh, Derek and Domino's uh, Layla. 
album. That's one of my all-time favorite records. So I think those two are my uh, inspiration for making this record to me. You know, I wanted to capture that sort of sound, uh, 70s rock and roll sound. That was that was what I had in mind. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, usually we go into rehearsal studio and then, you know, try this group, that group, and this phrasing, that phrasing, and this word, and that word kind of thing. But uh, uh, this time was especially during the, the pandemic, and then, you know, we didn't have a drama to work with. So uh, we pretty much make our demo on computer. <laughs> yeah, I used the garage band to create demo. <laughs> yeah, which was the first time. I mean, a lot of first times for this. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting experience, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Now, um, you know, the, you, you had mentioned that you use GarageBand to, you know, build the demos out. And a lot of t songwriters have embraced some of the technology today as tools, whether it's the cell phone or even, you know, something like GarageBand, a home recording setup to kind of lay yeah. out the structure. What are some yeah. of the tools that you have found to be kind of indispensable to you as, as songwriters, as a songwriter? I have never used any technology <laughs> up until this point. I I always, you know, maybe I used the, the, the iPhone to record my ideas and stuff. Um, that's how I start, you know, oftentimes. And I always I write down lyrics and then, you know, write the song. Um, but really, this is the first time ever in my life using GarageBand to literally create the whole thing, the whole demo on the computer. So that was that was an interesting experience for me. Okay. Now, what do you do to determine when a song is done, when it's ready to kind of, you know, demo it out, give it to, you know, a drummer or bring it into the studio and give it to the producer to kind of get their input on it? What What, what is your quantifier that determines when a song is ready? <laughs> well, normally, uh, you know, I write, and then I get to the rehearsal, then we work, okay, work the arrangement in the studio, then, you know, later for a while that we all feel, feel it. You know, yeah. at some point, you know, I think we're ready. Mm -hmm. But this is, like I said, this, we didn't have the trauma, so I really I had to do everything at home, which is very, very ancient experience. But, uh, um, so, you know, every time I create a demo, uh, I send it to uh, producer Jim, and, you know, just to wait for what he said. Um, pretty much that, that's how it did, I mean, you know, that the song was ready or not. Um, although I was not, um, I was not really sure, you know, I wasn't 100% sure that the song was really ready or not. You know, because we, we never actually play those songs, you know, the drummer, in a band setting. So, um, but, uh, you know, luckily everything worked out, but uh, again, you know, it was just a Unusual experience for me. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about your process when you get into the studio. Um, 
when you get in that environment, what do, what is the, the process that you use to kind of determine uh, the sound you're looking for? How do you get that sound you want? Hmm. Okay. Well, this night, uh, a producer, Jim, and a, a studio engineer, uh, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul, uh, what's his last name? Antonio. Yeah, Paul Antonio. He's the owner of the studio. Uh, so they discussed before we went into the studio uh, that we should capture the live sound. You know, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. Jim ultimately decided that you know, we talk it trumps is the live band, which is true. You know, we we do best yeah. playing live. So he wanted to capture the sound as if we are playing live. So. Uh, the recording happened that way, uh, just like the old days, you know, everything, I mean, we, so Yukiko and I, uh, standing next to each other, and then we were literally facing the drummer, uh, the drummer was in this, like, little yeah. room, mm-hmm. and then we were, like, in the 20 feet so so that we can see each other and as you know we're playing live together uh so they set the microphone you know for for, for that uh you know that's that's how we um record it so i mean that that naturally i mean you know created that lively sound so that, that that was that was sort of determined, uh, you know, before we went into the studio. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. Before we actually standing in the studio, you know, all we could do was prepare ourselves. You know, uh, we uh, play guitar and bass and then sing at the same time. So uh, and then um, we have this producer sitting in the studio. So uh, yeah, we were. You know, almost every single day, practicing, 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 and then, um, well, the sound-wise, um, we knew that it's going to be a kind of live setting. So uh, I wasn't, I wasn't concerned too much. But uh, yeah, the gym is a, you know, the guitar player. I knew that the Satoru and the gym will work out the. The sound of the guitar, but for, you know, as a bass player and the singer, I didn't worry too much about the, you know, how, how what kind of sound we are looking for, that kind of stuff. So. Okay, now yeah. um, let's talk a little bit about. Um, uh, getting it out there, uh, and you're working with Larry Kay uh, from uh, Night Train uh, Promotions. Tell me about that relationship. Uh, this is our second time working with Larry. Um, yeah, when the we... first time uh, uh, that was uh, when we released uh, "If I Die Tomorrow" record, which was a seventh seven right. In 2018. Uh, and then, uh, I think there was a, a review was on the, what is that magazine, the Blues magazine called uh, Blues Blast? Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. What is it called? Yeah, I think it's then, Blues Blast. Yeah, yeah Blues Blast, yeah. right. And the review was on that. And then, I think Larry read 
uh, reviewed, and he contacted us. That's that's how our relationship started. Because you know, it, actually, it was good that he contacted us because we didn't know how to get it out. You know, yeah. beyond what we know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how we started working together for the first time, and he did really well. Um, so for for this one, we we reached out to him again. Um, so this is the second time working with them. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, one of the things I think a lot of young musicians in particular have a hard time uh, is the defining what success in the music industry is. How would you guys dis- define success and where are you on that timeline on your way to that goal? Wow, that's a, that's uh, a very tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I mean, you know, years ago, you know, hey, I won Grammy. You know, I mean, I mean, of course, that's a success. That's, oh, you know, you know, we got this new tour deal. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff in that generation. Right. But, um, but nowadays, it's totally different. For better or worse, I mean, we don't have any of that. Uh, the only thing that we can say is we've been consistently making music uh, for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Making, you know, making new, new music out consistently. Yeah. Um, that's that's good. I mean, you know, that's, I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been playing out consi- consistently. Yeah. We do have small, but we do have fans. Um, so that's good. So that's that's one one of one success. That's for sure. Um, but. So obviously, you know, we like to go. We like to go beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we're doing an interview like this, or working with Larry <laughs> and you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know how do you define success. It's, it's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody has different answers. I mean, I wish, I wish I could, you know, make lots of money. You know, uh, that's great. That's one 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 way to measure success. Um, mm-hmm. It's so tough. <laughs> yeah, it is you know, a tough question. The, yeah, how many times does Spotify, you know, people I mean, Yeah, I don't or, know about likes and stuff. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, it's, it's a different kind of game. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Well, that's one of the biggest issues, I think, um, is the fact that the consumer today has really embraced streaming as a way to consume music. Uh, You know, and from the consumer's point of view, it's a no-brainer. I know myself, you know, I'm old enough to have purchased my music, you know, on vinyl, on 8-track, on cassette, on CD, in downloads, and for... $10, $15 a month, I now have access to pretty much everything that's been recorded in the last 120 years, you know, Mm -hmm. at my fingertips. Um, But the problem is, is that recorded music today no longer has a value. It's not a product. It's not something people want to purchase anymore. They don't want to store it on their devices. They don't want to store it on their shelves. Uh, CDs are dying because, you know, you can't get a CD player in your car. You can't get one in your computer. And you can't get one at Best Buy because they're not selling them anymore. You have to go to a thrift store. Um, You know, and once that hardware is gone, the software is not far behind. 
You know, it's mm-hmm. it's going mm-hmm. to be a diminishing return on those. So we have right. to look at what we have in front of us. And, you know, that problem of recorded music not having value anymore is an issue. How has this this changed you as an artist, uh, this perception of, of recorded music by the consumer? Well, as, as a musician, as a creator of music, that, that you know, I'm, I'm like you, you know, I went through all those different phases of music, um, and I grew up buying records and CDs, um, and for, for some reason, I, I have to have the actual, you know, whether it's a CD or record, I, I really, I... I like the fact that I spend money on it so that now it's mine so that I can really treasure it I can really listen and listen and listen um, I mean my goal as, an, as an, you know musician is I I, I, I take the music and and then make it you know my, my flesh and blood you know so that I can I can create something new um, but but today, you know, as you said, uh, you know, for like small amount of money, you can have a, you have an access to almost everything. But for some reason, I, I, I that that doesn't become my flesh and blood. I, I don't know, you know, it it, it becomes like it's just a background music somehow. If I don't feel like I don't own it, you know, uh, it, 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 it I don't know. It just doesn't stay with me somehow. You know, I need I need some kind of stamp that I, okay I I really spent this amount of money to right to, to study the music or, or to love music. You know, I just need I I just grew up that way. You know, maybe I'm old fashioned, but I I still need that. Well, you know, and I I agree with you because I grew up also in in, in that era where music was a tactile experience, where you held a physical product in your hand. You owned that product. This was yours. You've treasured it. You, you know, you looked at the liner notes. You you looked at the pictures. You, you know, um, you utilized it in, in, you know, as a as a product. But unfortunately, the where we sit today there is actually several generations of music listeners or consumers that do not have that experience they don't have that frame of reference to them Mm -hmm. streaming is a normal thing that this is their experience and they don't even listen to music the same way we did you know we took an album and we listened from the first song to the last song flipped it over and then listened again to the yeah. other side you know right. you can't appreciate dark side of the moon on shuffle it's not the same you know what i mean but today the 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 music consumer is more or less creating a soundtrack for activities or for creating a mood you know, this is my soundtrack for getting ready for a Saturday night out. This is my soundtrack when I break up with my girlfriend or boyfriend. You know, this is my soundtrack for driving to work and driving home. So it's a different type of experience. And in some ways, it's good. 
in some ways not so good. In the mm-hmm. ways that it's good is that the consumer doesn't really care about genres anymore. It's not like it used to be when you went to the record store and there was a rock section, a classical section, a blues section, a you know R&B section, a hip-hop section. Today, it's... What song will help me get into this mood? So it doesn't matter what genre it's in, as long as it fits their perception of the mood that they want to create. You know, so it it opens the door to artists to to being more uh, free that they can create more diversity in their music. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now, now, of course, we all know that the revenue that we get from streaming uh, is not sustainable. We can't continue like this. This is not how you run a business. Um, mm-hmm. Especially considering that independent artists really make up a bulk of the content that is being presented on these platforms. Uh, I think the statistics run somewhere around 20,000 songs a week are being uploaded to Spotify, which is an, wow. a, a massive amount of music. But... <laughs> The independent artist is not getting a fair shake on these platforms. Um, and now Spotify has just is going to institute a new policy come the beginning of next year where you will get no money from them if you have less than a thousand streams on any song in any given year. So, oh my God. Yeah, so you have to reach that thousand stream threshold before you even begin to collect any money. And all of that extra, and we're not talking pennies here, we're talking millions of do- tens of millions of dollars that are now going to be funneled to the top of that pile, to the record companies and the, the major artists. Now, I think that's really, you know, putting a cherry on the unfair cake here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we have to start exploring alternatives, you know, and looking at what is coming down the pike that could change this dynamic. And one of the things I watch is um, there's a site called Audius, uh, Emanate, uh, Audiolux. Um, these are streaming platforms that have been developed utilizing the same technology that cryptocurrency uses to, to secure itself, the blockchain. And mm-hmm. one of the big advantages of the blockchain is that it is a decentralized system. In other words, no one company or person can own that service. It's owned by the users and by the artists who put up their content. And because of that, they claim that they can pay up to 80% of the incoming revenue directly back to the artist. 
And these oh. services have the backing right now of people like Katy Perry and Jason Derulo, uh, Nas, Pusha T. Uh, a lot of the EDM artists are on board, so it's starting to gain some some um, some traction. Uh, what do you think of that as a potential for the for the future of the industry, and 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 how we can you know move away from this Spotify structure? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like a good idea now, but I don't know. Will it become like another Spotify in the long run? <laughs> well, that's the thing is that they can't. Yeah. Because yeah. the way the the way cryptocurrency is, or the promise of cryptocurrency was, that no country or or, or bank or anyone can control the uh, financial market. It's it's mm-hmm. in this blockchain. You can look at what's in the block, but you can never change what's in the block. And that's kind of the, the mentality with with these streaming services is that you can't own it. You can't control it. There's nothing you can do that's going to uh, profit off of it. You can only, you know, there was, there's no board of directors that you have to answer to. There's no stockholders that can own this thing on the blockchain. It is totally autonomous and more crowd related um, and it kind of operates the same way cryptocurrency does that where you have miners that go out there and verify these blocks and because of that they get you know a, a certain percentage of you know pennies or whatever into their system um, as they as they do their mining and they say that that would only account for 20 percent of the incoming revenue the other 80 going back to the artist and that seems like a much more equitable system than than what we have now with spotify and if you look at the timeline of the digital revolution we all we know that Every five to ten years, whatever was dominating the music industry got replaced. You know, LimeWire was replaced by Napster. Mm -hmm. iTunes, Napster was replaced by iTunes. Mm -hmm. iTunes, of course, everyone thought Apple was going to own the music industry forever, got replaced Mm -hmm. by Spotify. So it only stands the reason that somewhere along the line, Spotify is going to be replaced. The question Uh is, what is it going to be replaced by? And how are we going to ensure that we have a seat at the table in order to control our revenue stream as independent artists? Mm So, I, you know, it's an interesting discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things that, that happened when the pandemic hit is prior to the pandemic, a lot of people were 
you know, utilizing content and social media to kind of create a branding opportunity and get the word out on their, you know, their projects. But when mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, that got accelerated. Um, we really relied on content and social media to kind mm-hmm. of stay connected to our fan base. And it, as the months turned into years, that content became more personal. We were able to um, show our our fans, you know, our personal life. We got to show them our kids and pets and and, and barnyard animals and, you know, excursions that we took. And -hmm. it became a really important branding opportunity for independent artists. And my question is, is what are you guys doing that uh, utilizes content and social media to kind of get the word out on this new release? Hmm. Um. Yeah, we've been uh, advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now it's X. And uh, even we post our um, kind of live Night from home, home thing. Cool. Yeah, ever since the start of the, the, the and, pandemic. Yeah, we started doing that uh, weekly, you know. I cannot find a reason to stop it, so we just keep going. And if we don't have a show that week, you know, the, the posting our live uh, video at home is kind of helping, I believe. So, uh, yeah, the social media has been a big thing for us. And, um, it's, it's funny, I look at it like it's, it's um, sort of like, um, um, what? The, the important part of social media is your presence, you know, you, you're always there, you know, just to let people know that you are there. Yeah. You know, it's just like if we don't post anything, you know, it's like we are forgotten kind of I mean people forget I, I, I don't know I always have that you know kind of fear you know it's, it's, it's a strange sense you know I mean I, I don't like it I personally don't like it really but but I'm doing it for the business <laughs> okay you know it's, yeah and then uh, for this new album um, yeah I contacted um several like uh like reviews or cd reviews kind of the the outlet thing and some uh like a college radio or you know streaming service so um i i i've been finding some kind of food from the work of the the social media stuff so uh it's not hundred percent you know satisfied with but um I, I think it's been a big help to get the word out oh yeah we, we, are, we have to have it that, that I admit you know I mean yeah we, we really need it today it's, and it, it's it's easy access you know yeah 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 oh, there are a lot of pros and cons on a, you know using a Facebook or Twitter or whatever but uh, yeah, uh, I spend 
many, many hours, almost every day, you know, to work with the, the Facebook stuff or something. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so just like, yeah. it was just like anything else, it was like the consistency, you know, consistency, yeah, consistency. you are always releasing something, you know. Yep. Uh, that, that, that's music that's and how then, you get yeah, the traction then gigs here and there and yeah so uh, people uh, you know talk to us and then whoa yeah you guys are playing a lot you guys got the, the new album so yeah, yeah. we did that, that that I mean new I, I think the impression that the you know <laughs> at least the people people getting uh, the news yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and um, and we were kind of nominated. No kind, of. we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were nominated for the uh, uh, New New England Music Award. Nice. And the Boston Music Award. Then, yeah, and then the Boston Music Award, we, we were nominated last year as well, so this is the second time. So, um, so maybe I, those little, you know, little things that we do on yeah. the social media might might have helped. I don't yes, know. Yes, I, I believe so. You know, because I, I don't know these people personally. <laughs> I don't know any of them. But, I mean, it, it's nice to be recognized. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, we were... Uh, Selected to be on the um, City of Boston oh, 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 summer yeah. tape something mixtape mixtape volume one. So I, I think <laughs> they chose seventeen artists from Boston. Uh, all kinds of styles. Yeah, and, you know. And uh, we we didn't know the the person who were in charge of this project. So uh, obviously they found us over yeah, there. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah, probably three, three, the night. So I, I think it's what we're doing is, is, is working. Yeah, working a little bit, <laughs> not hundred percent successfully, but yeah, somehow helping. I think so. Okay. Well, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you guys on and to talk to you. It's been a while. As we got to do this a little more often, I think. Really? Yeah. 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 We'd love to. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for putting on uh, the uh, show, Amina. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always great to have you on the show. And uh, we're yeah. going to give everyone out there a double shot from your new release. Uh, you guys are going to love this. You know what? Just turn it up loud. Screw the neighbors. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs>
Whether you're an independent artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry and give you the tools you need to move your career to the next level. We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the Indie Revolution.
stop spinning round and round If you want it to change You'd better start changing now
four years tonight I'll sleep in the bed that I've made can't keep up this array always lost at games I've played once the bomb is dropped the train can't stop he'll be walking away I'm eating up inside From all the lies I've gotta live With the choices I've made They say life ain't fair But that's neither here nor there Cause I won't have one after today Anyway, I've gotta do the right thing Even though no
never going home, no.
shows, curl up in a duvet, maybe even draw up a bath and see where the night takes you. That sounds real nice.
you realize how could there possibly be this many blues
Sometimes I guess there just aren't enough rocks. Oh, how I'm suffering in my mind.
Oh, wow. 
Here's the blues scale. 
Now you sing it with me. Breathe. La. La. Now let's try it like this. I got back on my feet, I put my fears aside, and I spent the spirit moving in the blink of an eye. Now I can use my powers for the good of the world. I can feed the helpless children and empower the girls. But my protests turned ugly, and they jailed me for the day. I'm just trying to make a difference, so get out of my way.
life is short Talk is cheap Don't call making promises You can't keep You like the song I'm singing Grin and bear it All I can say is If the shoe fits Working overtime This is a gift on my daughter's wedding day.
You no longer have to hear the blues in a smoke-filled nightclub on the edge of town. It's a pleasant environment, but uh, but in the 21st century, uh, you know, you don't even have to leave the couch. Just turn on the TV and commercials or as theme songs, you will see and hear the blues are everywhere. I'm Elwood.
kids and marriage ain't that true You give it up, nothing else you could do That's my show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you heard some artists that you didn't know about and enjoyed some artists that you did. And remember, all of these artists that I played on this show are out there right now, touring and creating new original music rooted in the blues. If you want to keep the blues alive, you have to support the artists who are out there creating that new music. Because it is a living art form that is being performed every single night, somewhere in the world. So, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. 
You can find out about some great new artists and the ones that we played on this show tonight. Add them to your playlist. And you can discover them on our website. So, till next time, this is Lahamadu. Tech, I'm out of here. Baby, just gone away. Things left on with my friend that gone lost my dog I'm alone Just fought somebody I mean found it funny I got knocked in the head man by old friends that lie me and think I'm dead Drink so long Gonna drink for the old damn time Gonna keep back in the seat Till I can handle it See bombs up to me they drink for Fill it up for more 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 And bombs up I ain't hit the flow Just one